I'm Joe Atalig. My life is driven by one burning question. What would it mean for me if I looked at life through the lens of love? In my pursuit to answer that question, I'm sparking conversations with thought leaders, change makers, and risk takers who are exploring the undeniable possibilities when we look at life through love. It is my intention that these conversations will help you find your own answers to that question too. Welcome to the Lens of Love Podcast. Hello and much love to you. I'm your host, Joe Italig, and this, my friends, is episode one of the Lens of Love podcast. And I'm going to say, I'm not going to lie, that feels so surreal to me. I mean, there are a lot of podcasts out there with great topics and subjects and valuable and meaningful content, right? And they're hosted by brilliant and passionate hosts. So as I sit here today to start this, I I suppose this is my entry into that family. And I'll be honest, I'm humbled by that. But as I know, and I'm learning more and more that this is not a competition, right? We all have a place at the table. We all have a voice to be heard. And we all have the birthright to be seen and valued and loved. And so, bam, here I am. So my intention for this podcast is, and in this first episode, what I'll do is I'll do what's kind of natural, right, for a new show and a new audience, and that's to get to know who the heck I am and why I've decided to move into my soul's calling. And this podcast is a part of that. So I guess the easiest thing to frame up is kind of the who, the why, and the what, and the how. So hopefully that'll all come out in the podcast today. Uh, that's, that is truly what I believe is my home. Uh, I have two amazing daughters, Celine and Bella. They're also known as Sal Bell and uh, a newer name and also known as Loud and Louder. <laughs> and if anyone knows me, they absolutely know that my girls, they are my world. Now, professionally, uh, my professional career career was in financial services and uh, my corporate life spanned over 30 plus years. But today, it looks completely different. Um, in addition to being a new podcaster, I am a life mentor and coach at Tough Love Coaching. I have a published book called The Revolution of Self Love. I'm a speaker and founder of Love Wave Live, which is a personal growth experience with events that occur in person and at and hopefully at some time online as well. Um, we just had our inaugural event here in Phoenix um, on um, just a few weeks ago. And Kyle Cease, who is a good friend and mentor of mine, was the headliner. 13 amazing speakers definitely could feel the vibration of love within that room and throughout the day. And I'm just humbled that uh, that event was able to come to fruition. Now, here's what's going to happen over time, okay? You'll get to hear and learn more about the experiences that really shaped my life perspective and how I woke up and started to make real changes 
that led me to do what I'm doing today. However, the series of events over the past five or six years really bought, brought me to kind of that inevitable fork in the road, right? Where my circumstances, I ask myself, are my circumstances going to constrain me or are they going to propel me? And so here's what happened. Um, there was This is a time back in 2000, gosh, what am I thinking? 2013, I'm thinking. Um, I was returning from lunch to work to my office. And, and before I entered the building, my left eye, um, I just saw like this bright red color. And it was like floating. I'm like, what the heck is that? And the first thing, of course, was I just I touched my eye to see if I was bleeding. And I wasn't. So I, I went to the very first mirror that I could find. And the whites of my eyes were white. Um, so it was bleeding internally, like behind the eye. So I called my wife at the time and we met at an optometrist where they said, you need to see an ophthalmologist like immediately. So, uh, very soon after I found that I had a retina detachment and needed, uh, immediate surgery. Well, uh, seven surgeries later, I had another surgery, a laser surgery in between that time. So a total of eight surgeries. My optic nerve was damaged and I am now blind in my left eye. Well, four months after my last surgery, um, I found out that I was in kidney failure. I was in stage five CKD, chronic kidney disease. And my nephrologist told me, you need to go on dialysis or die. Um, it was pretty point blank like that. So in my corporate job, I did a lot of traveling and this was a very tough decision, quote unquote, tough decision. Um, <laughs> I thought I, of course, opted for dialysis, which was a modality called peritoneal dialysis. I was attached and connected to a machine eight to 10 hours a day. And over a three and a half year period, I was on dialysis for 1,230 straight days. Um, I uh, eventually had a transplant in September of 2017. And then when I came out of surgery, just decided, you know what, I'm here in the hospital. Why don't you just have a heart attack, which happened. And I stayed in the hospital close to a month. Then returned to my job where I was at this company for 27 years. And then on the day of my return, learned that my job was eliminated. Um, I was um, awarded a severance package you know, during that time. But that's not the end. I actually ended a 25-year marriage during in this time span. I would say even just hearing all that, right? Don't feel bad for me. I have... A really good story, you know, and I get to create my life. I get to like apply the meaning of it all. You see, I woke up to the truth that I'm fully responsible for the condition of my life and the things that I actually co-created, right? Not a victim here. I'm the creator of my life, you know, which brings me to the why I'm doing this podcast. So I took time from my corporate career uh, and really dove into personal growth and self-development work. And I was disciplined at establishing and implementing 
implementing uh, spiritual practices in my own life. So though I began my personal growth journey like over 13 years ago, it was the shitty condition of my circumstances that woke me up to the fact that I could talk and preach about personal growth all day long, but I wasn't applying it in my own life. Like my friend Kim Housie says, you don't know it until you do it. Until then, you just know about it. So here's where the implementation started. My first entry into my own evolution was taking a year-long course with Dr. Shafali Sabari, renowned clinical psychologist and an expert on conscious parenting. You've probably seen her numerous times um, with Oprah. You know, it was her work that cracked open my understanding and caused me to be curious about my own belief systems and how I adopted and adapted them without necessarily choosing them. She helped me realize that my job was to raise and parent myself, and in doing that would free my children to be their most authentic selves and not the product that I thought their lives should look like, or at least what I was prescribing it all to be. You know, and then a friend of mine, Sandra Fazio, who I actually met through Shafali's work, she shared a Facebook post promoting a program by Kyle Cease. Now, I watched this free two-hour promotional video, and he had me both rolling on the floor laughing and crying at the same time. And since then, I've invested both my time and my treasure learning from him his community, and I recently completed a six-month mastermind program with 49 other amazing friends across the country. Uh, we would meet every weekday morning for about an hour and a half on a Zoom call. We did that for six months. Needless to say that this leap of mine into the life that I'm creating is the fruit of what happens when you invest in yourself, you do the work, that we're not taught to do, and you open yourself up to possibilities. I began to really dive deep into meditation um, and prayer. I established morning rituals. I visualized my life and I verbally affirmed who I am and how open I was to be a vessel to be used for the greater good of all. And I didn't budge until I could feel exactly what I was envisioning. And you know what happened is I became keenly aware that I was so attached to my victim stories, how I hid behind my illness, and how I hid from childhood hurt and trauma, and how I was numb to feeling anything, how I pretended, and how I measured myself by societal standards. You know, how much I made, what type of job I had, um, everything that I had, what did I possess, where did I live, yada, yada, yada. And what the work did is it led me to make a contract with myself. And it is this. I am an honest, accepting, courageous man 
committed to expressing my true self now. And as I visualized and felt that contract, opportunities began to present themselves where I could actually practice being honest, accepting, and courageous, where I could be the highest and the deepest expression of my true self. Well, then this question came up, what the fuck is my true self? (laughs) And that came to light in a conversation that I had with my youngest daughter. Uh, So after picking her up from school, we went to grab a sandwich and we went to Witch Witch. I don't know if there's any Witch Witches near you, but a sandwich shop here in Arizona. We grabbed our food, hopped back in the car, and as we were leaving the mall, we were having a conversation. I don't even recall what the conversation was about, but in that dialogue, I remember responding to Bella and saying, well, I don't know about you, Bella, but I know I just want to be the greatest and the deepest expression of my true self. And like all curious kids, she asked, well, dad, what's your true self? And as I sat there really thinking about it and not easily answering it, uh, I was, you know, stopped at the stop sign, ready to exit. And I said, well, you know something? When daddy was born, he was given a name. Uh, there was a, I was given a race, a culture. I was given a religion. And I really didn't have any decision about that. That was just given to me. And along the way, I was, you know, I had my job, my titles, and all of these things. But when I strip all of those things back... What do I find? I find that I have been made in the image and the likeness of God. And God is love. Therefore, I am love. And when I look out of the lens of love, everything is crystal clear. It is very vivid and there is no questions to be answered. And when I don't look out of that lens, I suffer. And right then there, you know, just waterworks were happening. And Bella was like, "Um, Dad, there's cars behind you. You need to, like, leave. And so as I crossed the street, I'll never forget that moment where, though it was so elementary, it was very, very profound for me that that's what I was. And um, it was love. So shortly after... Um, I opened myself up to the possibilities of what my work life would look like. Um, not dependent on a secure job, right? No medical benefits. And knowing that I was financially obligated, you know, for the marriage that ended. And with health issues that still needed to be continually monitored and cared for. So here's what I did. I trusted what my body was telling me where my heart was leading me, and what the possibilities in my mind were creating. So I took an inventory of my experiences and my strengths, my gifts, what causes I have a heart for, what my personality was like, what my abilities were, what others have said they appreciate about me, And then I looked at the traits that brought the greatest fulfillment and made the biggest impact on others. I remembered the positions that I flourished in 
and the times where I was in flow. I was in the zone. And here's what came through. I salivate at the opportunity to be a mirror for others so they can take off the blinders that they're wearing and see the amazing greatness that they have and that they bring to the world. I am a strong communicator and a speaker. I can crystallize things and make it um, palatable, you know, for anyone to understand. I know I'm creative. I know I'm a visionary. I like to challenge the status quo. I am a deep feeling man. And it's my, it's my desire to work for a cause and not for applause and to live the rest of my life to express and not to impress. Those days are over. I can coach. I know this with both compassion and tenacity, have both tenderness and tough love. Um, I tell on myself way too much. I know that I bring people together and I know when I should lead and when I should follow. And then I'll say that I am a voice of love and a voice for love. And I'm not sure how that comes across pompous, um, conceited. I don't know. All I do know is that I'm just responsible for sharing what wants to be expressed and not responsible for any other's perception of me. You see, I'm tired of playing small and I know my marching orders and I'm moving forward. And ultimately, this is about honoring myself, which I haven't done a lot, but times are changing, that's for sure. So allow me to share really quickly the platform that I've built and around my soul's work. And this is how it's looking for this season right now. Uh, first of all, of course, you all know that I have be, uh, started this podcast. So I am an official podcaster. <laughs> uh, secondly, I am a life mentor slash coach with Tough Love Coaching. And I work with individuals who are stuck in an unfulfilled area of their life. I facilitate deep learning for each of my clients, coupled with committed action, making the biggest amount of change in the shortest amount of time. And I only work with folks who are 100% all in and who are absolutely committed to taking themselves on. Because as they take themselves on, they will both find freedom, release, and liberty. And uh, I love that work. Secondly, um, or I should say thirdly, so there's um, podcast and then my coaching practice. And then finally, I'm the founder of Love Wave Live, a personal growth experience. They manifest in the form of events. We just had our inaugural event, I think I mentioned earlier, here in Phoenix and will continue to facilitate as those unfold throughout uh, over time. So I'm excited to create this platform for speakers and others who have a message that love is still the answer. And lastly, to familiarize yourself with uh, the format of the, this podcast, there will be four types of segments. The first one is called The Journey, which will be 
either a monologue, so myself and the entire podcast, or a dialogue with the guests that I bring on to the show. We will be sharing our own experiences and life strategies and our key learnings and woke moments as it relates to how love has been the answer in our lives. Uh, another segment will be called Love Wave Bites. These are excerpts from speakers who have participated in previous Love Wave Live events. So I, we could actually put their entire talk on, but you will see and uh, get updates about the movement and the message behind Love Wave um, in these segments. Next is Tough Love Coaching, actually bringing on folks who get a live coaching session with me. And that will be a third type of segment. And then lastly, our love bombs. And these are just snippets of inspiration, very short type of spoken word or words of encouragement that come through me in the moment and ready to deliver. So I hope you enjoy that. I look forward to being with you in the moment right here on the Lens of Love podcast I'm super excited to get started and stick with me, stick with us, and let's absolutely change the love vibration on this planet. So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this. Love what is. Love the present moment. Love every form of life. Love your life. Love others. And love yourself. All my best. Love, Joe. Thank you for listening to the Lens of Love podcast. If today's episode brought value and insight, you can help us advance the movement and the message by doing these three things all at the same time. First of all, give us a shout out on the platform that you're listening on. And then a five-star rating would be absolutely amazing and appreciated. And then lastly, of course, is subscribe to the podcast so that you can join the love wave that is happening across the planet. Now you can find me on Facebook at Love Joe and on Instagram at Love Joe underscore Lens of Love. Thanks again for listening and always remember, love is still the answer. <laughs>